come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be talking about Grab Bag Topic Thursday, Love and Forgiveness According to God's Word. We are live in the PNT Podcast Studio on the greatest Thursday of the month because it's Grab Bag Topic Thursday. You guys guessed it. You know it. You heard Sister Bennett and I give you that great intro. We're going to be talking about love and forgiveness. We love it. You know why? Because we get to answer your questions. We get to talk about what you're thinking about. So let us dive right down into it. The world and the biblical meaning of decisions. A choice that you make about something after thinking about several possibilities. Let me read 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, because that is where the question that I'm going to address came from. But I want to give the foundational scripture again. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It doesn't dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. It always perseveres. Love never fails. We had a few questions that we felt all of our young Lloyd Linsters could benefit from. This question is from Brian, and we thank you, Brian, for your question. Question one. I was multitasking while listening to the podcast last week. You said something very interesting yet troubling to me. Here's my question. You said love keeps no record of wrongs, followed up with always trust. What happens if I decide not to do either of those? Brian, thank you for your question. And I hope you don't mind if I just be me. You guys know I love to let God's word speak for itself. So I want you to draw your attention to, and you can turn to it in your Bible, Micah 7, 18 through 20. And it says this. Who is God like you, who pardons sin and forgives the transition of the remnant of his inheritance? You do not stay angry forever, but delight to show mercy. You will again have compassion on us. You will tread our sins underfoot and hurl all our sins and iniquities into the depths of the sea. You will be faithful to Jacob and show love to Abraham as you pledge on oath to our ancestors in days long ago. What I want you to pay close attention to is verse 19. And it says, you will again have compassion. Love is what that means. You will tread our sins under your feet, meaning God will forget. So let me translate. God's love will once again look past our sins. Remember, we sin many times. And every time we do, God looked past it. So once again, he will look past our sins to forgive us by throwing our sins into a place that no one can go back and get. And he will never remember them. I hope you caught that. We need to model ourselves after God. We must forgive as God has forgiven. God took our sins and threw them away. Let me ask you a question. Can trust fully be restored if we're holding on to all the old baggage, the wrong that was done? 
can trust really be restored? Again, letting God's word talk for itself. Turn with me to Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. There's always great news when it comes through God. Deciding to place your trust in God is the perfect path forward. You choosing to allow God to do the hard work that you can't do by forgiving or forgetting. God can never fail. It's not in his DNA. I would say to you, let these scriptures lead God and direct your every decision related to the hurt or the wrong you endured or felt in your past. Lay down your reservations of healing and doubts and watch God do what he does best. Turning it all over to the Lord will be the best decision you will have made today. I'm going to pass the mic and let Sister Bennett answer her questions. That was a great question. Thank you, Minister Bennett. And so I'm going to go ahead and share two additional questions that we received. One from Anonymous. Miss Pam, when you were talking about the gifts and saying that no gift is too small for God to use, I was wondering, even though I'm young, I really like working with children who have disabilities. Is that a gift? Well, Anonymous, working with children with disabilities is an awesome gift. Yes, God will most certainly use you in that area. What you do shows that you care about those who are different from you. I'm sure you make them feel like they are just as important and cared about as the next child. Keep up the good work and allow God to continue to use you. Our second question comes from Ronnie. Miss Pam, you say that we have to forgive. I have been hurt so badly by some of my so-called friends, and even though I still hang with them, I act like I'm fine, but I secretly wait for something bad to happen to them so that they can feel what I still feel. I know this is not good, but how do I get rid of these feelings and thoughts? Well, Ronnie, thank you first off for being honest and transparent. We know that could not have been easy for you to share. So, it sounds like you are harboring some deep resentment against your so-called friends. So, the first step is to separate yourself from them. Friends do not hurt their friends, so find new ones. I understand that this may be difficult, but I'm sure these are not the only people that you socialize with, so find a different group. And I did not miss where you said that they hurt you deeply. To walk around, hang out with those that have hurt you must be torturing. This can be very harmful to your physical and mental health. Physically, because it can stop you from taking care of yourself, not eating, not sleeping, worrying, walking around angry. You have to release this hurt to God so that you can begin to take care of your body because you need to be healthy. This torture can hurt you mentally because you secretly want something bad to happen so that they feel the same hurt you feel. Now, you know that this is not of God. God says vengeance is his. He will take care of those who hurt you. So again, walk around, walking around mentally holding on to that hurt, it kind of paralyzes you and you can't move forward. I'm sure the so-called friends have continued on with their lives, not concerned about how they hurt you. So when you see that, you'll realize that you're the only one stuck in that place of hurt. Our prayer, Ronnie, is that you forgive them and leave them alone. Forgiveness is for you so that you can move past the hurt. It won't happen overnight, but... 
pray constantly that God removes the hurt and that you begin to get your life back. You'll know that you have forgiven them when you see them and you don't feel angry or revengeful. God tells us in 1 Peter 5, 7 to cast all of our cares on him for he cares for you. God loves you and is waiting for you to talk to him. Give him all of your cares. Give him all of your hurts. He can handle them. This is not just for Ronnie, but for anyone out there who is struggling in this area or going through or have experienced this. We sincerely pray that this helps you all to move forward. In summary, the importance of knowing that God's love is the greatest love of all and can do the impossible. I will close with these two quotes. Love cannot live where there is no trust. The best proof of love is trust. But before we end this lesson, I want to give a shout out to our main man, my guy, KJ. He is a young, loyal listener. He's part of the mob and he goes to my wonderful church in Waldorf, Maryland, the Body of Christ Church. So shout out to you, KJ. Keep your head up and we thank you for your faithful commitment and support of being a young, loyal listener. God bless you and God keep you. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques since used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. A real talk what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.